welcome to a new edition of the award-winning Talking About Cars, where it's all about everybody has a car story, from celebrities to car personalities and others in the car industry. Hope you're having a happy holiday, everybody. I'm Randy Cardoon. Our first interview, thanks to our friends at Carlisle Motors. Carlisle Motors was formed in January 2011 with a passion for muscle cars and horsepower. Since their formation, they've quickly become known for delivering high-quality classic cars and muscle cars to enthusiasts all across the world. Their nationwide dealership was formed out of a love for the hobby and has now grown into a full-service dealership offering sales, consignments, classic and muscle car services, appraisals, and much, much more. Let them help you with your next car purchase or let them help make selling your car a simple and easy process. Coming up, how a guy grew up in Belgium and found himself living the life of Wheeler Dealers host Mike Brewer in reverse. The co-host of Wheeler Dealers France is joining me. But first, yeah, they're still good old boys, never meaning no harm. Their cousin was an attractive young lady by the name of Daisy Duke. The Dukes of Hazard, as in Hazard County, that show ran on TV from 1979 to 1985. And then again, a reunion show happened in 1997. Catherine Bach played the original Daisy on TV. In fact, she played her until 2000 before the movie version came out with Jessica Simpson in 2005. I caught up with Catherine at the EG Auctions in Indio, California, where I appear to have suffered long-term memory issues with certain aspects of the show. Yeah, I was trying to remember, did you ever get to drive the General Lee? Are you kidding? <laughs> did you watch this show? I did! That's why I kept looking. Yes, I... Mean... I drove the car okay like all the it time. just seemed every time i looked the guys were always hogging i know it. they were hogging it that's why they got me the jeep yeah remember before I that remember i had another car the, what was uh, that i was trying to remember i wish you wouldn't ask me that because i oh. always forget it's, I because forgetting. i keep thinking that it was a plymouth i always forget well but remember boy oh boy could that car do a 180. oh yeah now did you drive yeah. them or did you do yes because paul Baxley, who was the the esteemed uh, stunt director that we had, world famous stunt director, um, made sure that we all knew what we were doing in a car just so we would have seamless transitions between us and the, and the stunt people. Mm -hmm. So when you did that, when you first had to learn that stuff and got behind the wheel for the first time, was that like, oh, this is going to be great or oh my God, I'm going to die? You know, I never thought, oh my God, I'm going to die. Good. Ever. I had so much fun and I had so much faith in Paul Baxley and in all of the stunt people that we worked with that I never thought about that. And plus, when you're young, you are invincible. Yes. So it was uh, just like a dream. It was a dream to be able to do it, do that. You got to And do it legally. True. Right? And true. for money? Uh, it's ridiculous. Well, true. If you got pulled over by a cop on that show, well, it I wasn't get, a I did real get, one. I, oh, yeah, on the show. But I did get pulled over by cops. Really? Oh, yeah because I just would sort of, I had some really nice cars. I, I had a Mercedes that I'll never forget. I, my girlfriend called and said, she was in Santa Barbara, I lived in Los Angeles. She says, will you come and babysit my dog? Will you come pick up my dog? Because I need to go back east for my job. And I said, sure. So I drove up to Santa Barbara to get the dog and put the dog in my car and came back to LA all in the same three hours. But we were going, I didn't realize how fast we were going, let's put it that way. And I looked at the dog and I said, gosh, the beach is so nice here. I'm sure you're a golden retriever. You want to take a, a little walk on the beach here, I'll bet, don't you? Uh -huh. So I stopped and pretty soon the policeman caught up to me and he said, 
okay, okay, that's it, young lady. You're going to jail. I said, what for? And he goes, you were going to 120. And I said, oh, you know why? Because this is a new car. It's very smooth. I'm really sorry. I had no idea. I'm babysitting this dog. Look at the dog in the back. And I, 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 I just didn't hear you. I had the music, the dog. I, and he said, okay, that's it. And then he goes, wait a minute. And I said, yeah, you look familiar. And he says, oh my gosh, I'm your security guard on Dukes of Hazard. And he goes, really? Yes. And he goes, well, okay, you're not going to jail. I know you got to show up for work, but, uh, but you are definitely getting a ticket, and I better never catch you doing this again, ever, ever, ever. You so play, I said, You played the Catherine Bach card. Well, no, the Daisy Duke card. Daisy Duke card, excuse yeah. me, the Daisy Duke yeah, card. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, no, I knew him. We worked together. So how could he put me away? Well, he'd have a lot of explaining to do. No, he wouldn't. I would. I would be in trouble. <laughs> I would definitely be in trouble with everybody. So you were referencing, so some of the cars you had, let's, let's start off right at the top. What was your first car? Oh, my first car. Well, I, I worked for my first car. I saved all of my money from the time I was about 12 years old to... 15 and I bought myself a $400 Ford Fairlane. Wow. With the punch buttons. Remember the, you, you the don't Ford know Ford Fairlane? No, the, I didn't you know. You don't know what they are? They no, had buttons I know what on they the are. side. I know. You would press drive. Right. Stop. I know Chrysler used to have those, Dodges and Plymouths. You know, stuff. this is what really makes me mad about you guys. You're like so literal, okay? <laughs> okay so literal. Okay, when I okay, Seriously? explain what you mean by literal. I mean, like, it was a car with the buttons on the side, and okay. I'm sure it was a Ford Fairlane. Okay, if you say it's a Ford Fairlane, it's a Ford Fairlane. Okay, that works. I like that. So you had that car. How did you get now it? Now I'm going to look. Well, I went in the one ads, and I, my dad and I went out looking, and I had my 400 bucks, and he said, okay, you pay for a car, I'll get your insurance. And I uh -huh. said, fine. So that's what I picked. I, I had $400, and I found the right car, and I had a blast with that car. I had it for about two months and so many near accidents because you can get so distracted driving. What was the toughest thing? I, when I knocked over my my uncle's car who was the president of the Banditos and not his car, his motorcycle and everybody said, Catherine, just get out of here as quick as you can. Just go home because I hit his, his Harley when I was saying hi to somebody and I accidentally tapped it which made it go Yes, but he was you, he was your uncle, wouldn't he give you a... Uncle by marriage, not that close. Oh, you know, okay? oh. Uncle by marriage. Okay. And to um, a lady that was also an aunt by marriage. I see. He could have killed me. So, he was, so, so you I, weren't that close. Oh, yeah, I loved him, but I didn't see him for maybe three or four months till I see. he got over it. Really? That probably was he, smart, it yeah, sounds like. And then the next time I... I totaled the car in my next accident. I see. It was different than driving out at the ranch when you could just drive anywhere and mm -hmm. you know where I used to practice. My dad had a three-speed truck. Right. I used to drive that mm -hmm. all the time, and there was nobody to bump into out there. So you're at uh, you're in the Dukes of Hazard. What was the first car you bought with a paycheck from the Dukes of Hazard? Can I just say how many cars I had before the Dukes of Hazard? You want to go through all of them? Go ahead. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I had um, a VW. A bug? Um, a bug. Yeah. With a convertible top. Oh, okay. 
That was so much fun. That was a really, really fun car. And uh, then I had a Mustang, an original, a 68 cool. Mustang, all original. People would see that car and hear that car coming, and I swear they wanted to ding me. Everybody would hit that car. I had more swipes and things, and it wasn't my fault. Of course not. That no. car was constantly getting um, sideswiped and hit, and then finally that, I just said, okay, that's it. Fastback or sedan? Fastback. Okay. Oh, fastback, okay. It was an awesome car. And then, oh, after the Ford Fairlane that I totaled the first summer, my dad got me a huge Impala like a 1970 Impala okay. with a convertible top and a 327 engine because he figured, boy, if she's going to keep that up, we need to get her in and out of situations. So I had a really fantastic um, powder blue Impala those metallic. Cool. Very My nice. dad had one of those too. Yeah, those were cool cars. So after the Impala... Okay, so then after, um, after I was on Dukes of Hazard, Jeep said, hey... We uh, we want you to drive a Jeep. So they gave me this incredible Jeep, black on black, huge honking speakers in the back, and everything mounted. It had a canvas top, huge tires. I mean, when this Jeep came down the street, you knew that there was some action in the road. You know, it was amazing. And John Schneider and I had, were coming back from an, a night, you know, from an interview. Uh, no, not an interview. We were coming back from an appearance that we'd both done on the weekend from the East Coast. And I said, why don't you just drive home with me? Because he had taken a car to the airport. Because I'm sort of known for this. I never take cars. I always drive myself. I, I don't know, something about limos, limos and taxis. I mean, I'll take a taxi in New York, but yeah. I just don't do that. And so he got in the car, and people were trying to get in the car with us, coming up and trying to open the door. And he says, Catherine, this is not safe. He goes, you have to get a real car. I mean, this is a fun car, but you need to get a real car because this is dangerous. Because yeah. he couldn't believe it. I said, I know, this happens all the time. And I count on these doors working, but it's kind of flimsy. You're right. Um, you know the Jeep I'm referring to? It was. The, uh, the, the, four by four, right. with a canvas top and a right, little door. Right, the canvas top and a little door on the side, right. So, I didn't have any idea what I should get, and my mom said, I know what you should get. You should get a Mercedes. Ah, she okay. Goes, That's what you're going to get. It's a big steel car. That goes on 120 miles an hour. It just kind of goes. Yes. <laughs> it goes 120 miles an hour. Yes. So uh, so that's what I got, and I've been driving them ever since. Okay. I always have, uh, I've always had a, a, a Jeep, Wagoneer, or something for all my animals, because I'm a real animal person. Right. I, I have five dogs um, that I love very much, very two cool. girls. And so always got a full car. So I've had a Suburban. Right now, I have a Tahoe as my second car. Okay. And then I have this, you know, 540, S540. That's nice. It's really nice. So, is there ever a car that you had that you wish you could get back? Every car I've had, I want back. <laughs> it's really awful. When I, because now I lease cars, the Mercedes, because the dealer said, 
cars are changing so much and so fast. You, you, you really need to lease cars for a while because it, the, it's leaps and bounds. The technology is leaps and bounds. I said, okay, problem is when I go to turn in my car, I think about all the memories I have in that car and I like to wash my car. I, it makes me feel good. I like to clean it. I like to do, I don't do it all the time. I mean, I'm one of those people that goes through the drive-through too, but I, I like those special touches. It, it gets me close to my car. Or, do, do you understand what I'm saying? I think, well, for example, and I know I do this too, is somebody will say, we'll talk about cars with somebody, and I always have, you know how people sit there and show pictures of their kids? I sit there and I whip out pictures of my car. No, I don't do that. Oh. But when I go to give my car to turn it in, I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I really can't do this. I've had such incredible memories in this car that I just, uh, it's too much for me. And the guys go, okay, okay, fine, okay, Catherine, we understand, you know, we get it. You can say your goodbyes. Privately. Privately. And usually it takes me a couple of weeks to turn my car in because I, I and plus I have this new car that I'm getting to know, uh -huh. and then I have my old car, and it's finally, slowly but surely, I'm able to separate from my car and the memories and in your in your career plus i have a general lee now that's being uh, rebuilt i'm putting all new steel on it awesome you can drive that car all over the place well what i do is i have it specifically for charities and community events and i use it just because that car does not deserve to be not used too many people know it and appreciate it and love it and um and so I have it, I take it to the parking lot at the children's hospital and let kids sit on my lap and drive it. That's a really a, a fantastic thrill for them. Um, I give it away to charities, people can Sure. It, but it's simply for charity and I just love it. Catherine Bach is with us and I'll tell you something, You, in your career you've done a lot of interesting roles, yeah. but we were trying to look up all your car connections. I discovered that in the movie Driving Force, it wasn't that kind of driving, so you really didn't have a car in that movie, did you? No, I had a pickup, uh, you know, like, um, it was that guy, George Miller, who did all the Mad Max movies. Mm -hmm. Did you notice that? Mm -hmm. Did you see the credits? Mm -hmm. And he was my neighbor when he was doing Witches of Eastwick. God, we got flies around here. Your, your studio. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, We're um, going to demand more when we lease this place next time. Go ahead. Absolutely. So you're, um, so he did this movie, and it was Driving Force was all about tow trucks. Oh, right. Okay. My mistake. Go ahead. It was all about tow trucks. I mean, picked up by tow trucks and dangerous tow trucks and tow trucks uh, from different companies that fought with each other. It was crazy. And the crazy thing was, when I signed on to do the movie, it was in Australia. I thought, fantastic. And then... He changed it because it got a fantastic deal to the Philippines. And then he says, but I'll still be there. You know, my neighbor, right? Okay. And then he got another movie and some fancy Australian director who had an Academy Award. I can't remember his name. It took the picture, but it was in the Philippines and it scared them. He just couldn't take it. He could not take this kind of film. It was, it was not his thing. Wow. So now I stayed in the Philippines with a bunch of tow trucks and actors, all guys. It always works out that I'm always the only girl. 
um, seems like. And we were there for three months before we worked again. Tow trucks and actors. Tow trucks and actors. Okay. And of course, the other movie that you were well connected to a car with, Cannonball Run. Oh. Two with the Lamborghini. Otherwise, ladies and gentlemen, Lamborghini girl. Well, now, you want to know the interesting story about that? Yes. Maybe. Yes, I do. John Schneider owned that Lamborghini. John Schneider probably owned 10 Lamborghinis at the time. This was a kid who all of a sudden was on a hit show that you know couldn't rent a car because he was under the age of 25, so he just kept buying them. I mean, he had more cars. He had his own mechanic for all of his cars. So he's going broke. You know, you can't have that many cars and finance that. And I got his car rented on Smokey, um, not Smokey, uh, Cannonball Run. Run. Yeah. So that was John Schneider's car. I was always trying to bail my little buddy out. <laughs> that's the one, now correct me if I'm wrong, that's the one that went through the water, it was started off yes, red and yes. ended up white, started off red, ended up white. Remember at the beginning? No, it was white and it ended up red. red. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. White and ended up red. Yes. Okay. Did John did John know you were gonna they were gonna like paint it before? I don't know. John didn't know a lot of things. I mean he was so <laughs> John was so generous. I mean he um, you know, before I had my own General Lee, he said, Oh, just just take my General Lee. I didn't know that it was a race car that had special gas that needed to go into it so I would take it to a charity something or other and make a wish or something and I said I can't take this car back to him and not fill it up with gas and so he goes you filled it up with gas I said yeah and he goes oh my god and he goes don't worry about it don't worry about it I said why and he goes this is a race car but so, so there's race that. there's race gas which is like a hundred. Wait a minute, what ten. kind of car show am I on? This is talking yeah, about cars. Yeah, there's special, yeah. Yeah, that's it. But you would know that, right? I do now. Oh my gosh, okay. I've heard of it, but I didn't know that particular yeah. car was that way. Yeah. In fact, here's a crazy thought. When he lived in Agora, yes. he would park it on the side of his house. Yes. And I would drive by because I lived yes. in Agora, remember? And you and if you ever saw it, you could be driving by his house and he'd be sitting there on a trailer. And I'd go, who would have a General Lee sitting on the side of his house on a trailer? And then years later, I found out he actually John lived there. Schneider. John Schneider. You have been so nice to spend some time with us and give us a little bit of your car stories. Thank you so much. Catherine Bach, ladies and gentlemen, joining us. And the crowd goes wild for Catherine Bach. Catherine Bach, still as fun and amusing as ever. And by the way, that first car, as Daisy Duke, and turns out it was a Plymouth, a 1971 Plymouth Satellite, had Roadrunner badges on it, met its demise in season two when the boys borrowed it and, sure enough, drove it off a cliff with great camera angles. And now Jerry Blyenberg, a man who grew up in Europe, lived in L.A. for years, only to find himself moving to France to host a car show. You may have heard of the show, but I'm guessing you've never seen it. The show, Wheeler Dealers France. Yeah, I'm like Wheeler the Dealers France. Yeah, the French uh, version of uh, Mike Brewer, but Mike's still the still uh, Mr. Wheeler Dealers, of course, yes, the real Mike one, the Mike. master. Yes, he is the Mike. How how far back does the love affair of cars for you go? What's the first car you remember? 
Oh, the first car I remember, uh, it's hard to say because I'm, I'm from a family. Uh, I'm involved in cars and my family for years and years and years. So uh, the first car I remember, I think it's a whole Jaguar in my grandfather's garage. Uh, I used to sell um, a Jaguar in Belgium on the on the 40 on the the 50s and 60s and then my father on a, a Datsun garage you know what Datsun is right, right before Nissan. it became this Nissan mm-hmm. yeah exactly so oh man I can say I was maybe like five six years old or something and I remember uh, my father bring me on his car because he was a race car driver actually so uh, yeah I remember to being on on, on race car so it's yeah long where, time where ago. did he race he raised in Belgium at Spa one of the most beautiful racetracks in, in the world. In Nivelle also, a little town in Belgium. But the most famous, I think, it's Spa Francorchamps. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So when you grew up, and you grew up in a family of cars then? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they're selling cars for years and years. And then uh, then as my father became a race car driver. So I was always on the, on the family with, with cars, yeah. Uh-huh. So when you were growing up, what was your first car? My first car was a Datsun. Was a, how we call it here in the U.S. I'm not sure. We call it in, in Belgium the 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 hundred A. And then I remember because I was modifying cars that time. I was young, and it was my first car. I don't even get my license. I was modifying the cars, and I was putting a a, a 120 engine on the the 100 A. So, but it was a little Datsun, a little three doors uh, Datsun. Yeah, long oh, time ago. Okay, with the hatchback. Yeah. Like a B210 or something like uh, that? Something like that. A little bit smaller. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think then maybe they never get the, this car here in the a US, I think. A little bit smaller. Boy, the B- <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's little bit smaller, but I was not big like like now today, right? Ah, so I was, okay. <laughs> I was okay. a small guy. How old guy. were you when you were modifying it? Um, I was like 16, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. 15 or 16. And like I say, in Europe, you get your driver's license at 18, right? So I was modifying this car and... And, and I was not driving the car because I had no, uh, no license, so it was funny. Ah, okay. So that was your first car. Yeah. Now, how did you get to the point where you were kind of noticing Wheeler Dealers? How did you make that connection with that show? Ah, I made a connection on TV by media a long time ago, I think more than 10 years ago. And then, uh, as I'm coming here for a long time in the, in the U.S., because I'm here for like more than 20 years, almost 25 years. Everybody's talking about the show all around the world, of course, right? And then it's pretty funny because I was, li- I was living here a few, a few years ago and uh, the production called me in France and said, okay, do you know the show? And I said, yeah, of course I know the show. And then I was not really, I'm, I'm not a real TV host, right? Uh, this is my first show. Mm-hmm. And then they say, okay, you need to come back in France to make the show, we want you. And I say, okay. If, uh, you know, I get my life here in California, you know, Kelly Sunshine, my life, cars and everything, it's pretty cool. And then going back there is like uh, like almost a seven months work, right, to make the whole season there. So, and I say, okay, I'm not sure, but then I think about that and I say, okay, Wheeler Dealers is a big brand, it's a cool TV show. And I remember Mike and, and had that time, of course, and I say, okay, that's a cool show, it's a good brand, I want to do it. So you were actually living here mm-hmm. when you got Wheeler Dealers France? Yeah. Yeah, that's Explain weird. Explain that. I, well, I, I'm, I'm here for like... What brought you I'm here? I'm moving here for like 25 years, but I just got my, my green card for like six years now. And they called me and they said, okay, you need to go back to France for the show now. But uh, yeah, I spent like six, seven months in France and then then I come back here in Kelly. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I miss Kelly sunshine sometimes. How did you find out about the opening? 
About a what? About the opening for Wheeler Dealers. Do you have an agent back there, or how did that work? No, no, really. No, really. So how did they find you? Uh, they find me because I make a, a TV show, actually, 10 years ago. It was totally different than, uh, than the Wheeler Dealers. It was Pimp My Ride. They asked me to. Uh, oh, you did I, Pimp My Ride? Yeah, this is the opposite the of The American version or the French version? The French version, of course. French version yeah. had a Pimp My Ride? Yeah, of course, 10 years ago. Then I was, because I'm a little bit on the custom culture too. I like hot rods and custom cars because I'm coming here for a long time. So it's part of the culture uh, in the U.S., but especially in California. So they called me to, uh, to make the show for one year, yeah. So did you play ago. the exhibit role of the guy that showed up and knocked on people's doors? Or? No, 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 no. no. Oh, it, wa oh. it was a French, uh, French uh, actor. Uh, so I was the, uh, the chief pimper, right? So, yeah. And you would knock on people's doors and take their cars. Actually, the guy who got the role from exhibit, right? The actor, he was, he was doing that. Uh -huh. I was, I was on, on the, the garage, right? right? Taking care about the cars and, and so the, the whole team. So you were the Bo Bachman, if you will. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. The first year of this show was uh, Ryan, Ryan, I don't remember his name, so Ryan something, and uh -huh. then Bo Bachman, of course, yeah. Oh. How Bo many, did a great job. How many different countries had Pimp My Ride? Pimp My Ride? I'm not sure, ran like 10 countries, something like that. Not sure about that. Really? They don't make the show anymore, right? Right. It no, was 10 years ago. So, uh -huh. yeah. Like three, four years after the, the U.S. version. I never knew that there was like 10 other countries that yeah. did Pimp My Ride before. I never knew They did knew it in, in UK. In, uh, they did the show in UK, yeah. Of course, uh -huh. in Germany. Uh, they ran like 10 countries, yeah. Did you also do um, the, the crazy builds? Yeah. I... Sometimes I like I like building cars, but with taste, right? And okay. Sometimes on shows like that, they want they want too much. So they asked me, of course. I was designing the car myself. Yeah. The car was like okay, and then they asked me to put a lot of stuff on it and too much sometimes. So okay, you know, this so, has been my ride. So. <laughs> so I remember the American Pimp My Ride used yeah. to do things like they used to put like snow cone makers in Thunderbirds or popcorn makers in Thunderbirds, or they. They that's about the show. That's that's the wrong part of the show. <laughs> I think. Give me a crazy thing <laughs> that they did uh, on Pimp My Ride France. To be honest, actually, you're talking about popcorn, right? We put a popcorn machine on the car. What kind of car? Uh, it was uh, it was a Ford uh, station wagon. Uh, you don't have this car here in the in the U.S. I think. Then we build, build like a little like mini an Escort Cooper, or something, or uh, a VW, uh, a Beetle. On the Beetle, I make myself um, like a vintage dragster, right? Uh, with uh, with nice paint, gold leaf, and, and pinstriping and everything. And wow. actually, I like doing that. So, yeah, like a few vans and, uh, yeah, like nice cars. So, they, so, again, when you did the show in France, you had uh, different guys doing different things. You had the, the stereo exactly. guy. Yeah, the guy for Impulsory, the guy uh -huh. for Mechanic. I mean, uh, I had a painter. But I make graphics myself, so. See, I'm trying to remember when Bo Bachman did this show in America. I don't think he actually did um, any work. Not that Bo doesn't do work. I mean, Bo's been on the show, good friend of the show. But I, 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 I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, well, I, uh, let's put it this way. If, if I'm wrong, Bo will call me. And yeah. so you actually did Anyways, work on the show. Anyways, doing a great job like every day to... Uh, to keep the custom culture and everything because he know a lot about custom cultures. Uh -huh. So if you went to his um, showroom and his, uh, his museum there mm -hmm. uh, in Van Nuys, uh, you can see like all these hot rods that disappear. Some, some right. hot rods disappear, oh, yeah. they find back, they restore it. Uh, he know a lot about all these cars. So uh, 
Yeah, it's a Bible, so uh, so it's a it's a it's a cool guy. What's the most unusual place Pimp My Ride had a show? What country? Oh man, I'm not sure. Like I said, you they said there were show like ten in, shows in UK, in uh, in, in in Germany. Um, oh man, I I'm not sure about the other countries. Madagascar, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know. Okay. I heard about like almost ten shows that time, but uh, that's wild. But I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, so in Russia, I think too. Russia? Yeah. Ah, Pimp My Ride so. Russia. I'm not sure. Uh, okay, so you're doing, it's the same basic show you have now a mechanic. Yeah. Okay, and, and are you the one that goes out and gets all the cars? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to find the cars uh, myself. I mean, honestly, when we're not on camera, like a crew helping me to find cars, of course, right? Uh, but then then I'm the guy who find the right, the right cars to make, uh, to make a profit. And then... Uh, then I've got my mechanic. I think in France we get a little bit less mechanic than here in the U.S. and uh, and in the U.K. version, because you guys are more deeply involved in mechanic and everything than the French uh, audience. I think mm -hmm. so. It's a little bit less uh, mechanic. That's interesting. I Tell me a little bit about the difference between Wheeler Dealers France and Wheeler Dealers that we see here in the U.S. and in England. What what's the is the approach different? Uh, not sure because. Finding a car, it's about the love you get for cars, right? It's about, it's hard for me to say to Is find it the, like the, the right story? word in English. You mean the story? Yeah, of course. It's about the story and, uh, and, and, and what, you, uh, what, you sh what you share in your life with this car. So it's because I'm, I'm, I'm looking in the car myself, right? I'm not asking uh, my mechanic. His name is Aurelien. I'm not asking what is mine and what he wants. On cars, I'm, I'm finding the car myself. So it's about, yeah, it's about the car I can have to make profit, of course, because we have a little business in that show. But also, it's about my story with that car. Mm -hmm. So you know, so it's about my feeling first. Okay. That sometimes, like in in the real life, two guys got a little shop, and sometimes you make profit, sometimes you lose money, or your profit is really small and low. You know what I mean? We get the same on the show. We make profit sometimes. No. We don't, so you know, it's like in real life. That's got to be hard. So, to so it's sell about it. yeah, about my feeling with cars first. Yeah, mm -hmm. my own feeling. So are they always French cars? No, no. Of course, the audience want French cars because we're in France. So we get like three French cars usually, approximately, for a season, mm -hmm. and then we get Italian cars, uh, English cars, American cars. Really, Japanese tell cars. me about some of the American cars you've done on Wheeler Dealers France. We only. We only had uh, last year um, uh, a Mustang, a first generation, a 65 convertible, and then we're looking for a, um, a Chevy this year. So we're going to make maybe a Chevelle or Camaro or Nova or something. I'm not sure about that. We're looking for the, the right car. So I know it sounds French, but stay away from the Chevette. Oh, the Chevette. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds the, the really Chevette. French, yeah. but you don't want to do a Chevette. It's a weird mix between a little Corvette and a little Opel Cadet, you know? Yeah, so it's, more you know, Opel Cadet than Corvette. But the, th the thing is, you know what, Randy? On cars, if you get the right taste, you can choose like any cars on the planet. If you get the right taste, you can make something cool with that car. You know what I mean? You can You can have like the best... The best car in the world, the most beautiful car in the world. If you put like wrong accessories or a, a ugly paint on it, it's ugly and that's it. 
even if it's a, if it's a high value car and a really nice car you know what i mean you can mm. find a little car like that with right taste and and do something cool with that car so or what keep it just original one of the design things that's kind of hot around the us nowadays is the whole thing with a patina and keeping it kind of like original or 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 just putting clear gloss on top of a regular paint job just to keep it going. Is that a thing in France at all, or is there another thing that really is hot as far as redoing cars? No, now, now about a few years, like everybody's looking for patina, right? Because um, patina actually, it's, um, it's not a choice of color. If you buy a brand new car, you can have a choice of a color, right? Patina. Uh, it's hard to find the right color and the right patina. You can find a car with a nice patina, but with another fender because they had a, a dent or an accident and you get a nice gold patina and a white fender. And then, you know, it's no way to find the same the same parts, the same fender with the same color and the same patina. So when you get a nice patina on the whole car and the car got no crash, it's it's really hard to find the right patina with the right color. You know, You know what I mean? And that's why some people put clear coat on it. On the patina and on rust, you don't have to do that. Take years and years to get the right patina, so don't touch it. Just leave it like that, right? So people like patinas now all around, even in France. There are a lot of car shows here in California, as there are all over the U.S., where yeah. they'll have you know cruise nights and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. do, does that exist in France? Not as here, right? Of course, we get a lot of uh, uh, little car shows all around and, and, and big even as well, but... Uh, not as here like like in california you get like little car shows like every week all around in california jerry blyenberg of wheeler dealers france love to hear from any listeners by the way who have seen that version of the show who knew there was a pimp my ride in other countries did we miss any by the way is there a pimp my ride in another country that we didn't mention if you know let us know about it at talkingaboutcars at gmail.com Thanks for listening, and please share our show on social media. And subscribe. It's absolutely free. Leave a comment, and if you're on iTunes, rate us and review us. And thank you in advance for helping our podcast grow. Our website is TalkingAboutCars.net. Follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We have one more show coming up before the end of the year. So until then, I'm Randy Cardoon. Join me as we have some fun talking about cars. Talking about cars.